0: Yeah, welcome to another Podaruni and I'm I believe I haven't done one in a long time but uh, yeah, things got on top of me. I was um over in uh, America doing gigs and I had an awful uh, flu uh that was actually I was flying over to America via Iceland, one of those uh, wow flights that stops in Reykjavik for 2 or 3 hours and uh on the plane I was wearing two coats because I was shivering and then I started sweating because I took Nurofen and uh, I had to um, get up and go to get a shirt from my bag and go to the bathroom and change my shirt because my shirt was just damp from the sweat and... Uh, I did a gig there in Chicago, and then I was like... But I was just dosing myself with stuff and going up and doing gigs. Uh, that That's um, part of my excuse. And um, I've um, been doing a lot. Of, uh, I'm going to do a show in Edinburgh, so I've been... Uh, well, I've been writing for that, but I've, I, I need to do a lot more writing. But I've confirmed that I'm doing a show in Edinburgh... Um, Uh, in the stand, Uh, the stand, of course, which I'm doing this uh, weekend as well in Glasgow, the stand in Glasgow, there's a stand in Edinburgh, but the stand's a brilliant venue. And during the Edinburgh Festival, they open up a load more different venues, stand two, three, four and five and a few other venues. And so I'm doing a little 50 seater venue. Uh, So that's been on my mind. I've uh, been writing sketches, which I've been doing with pa- uh, Patrick McDonald and a few of them have gone up online now and getting good reaction. Oh, I say. Um, uh, what else? And I've been training for a marathon, and that actually leads me to the guest on this show, who's Frank McGoughy, who I'm training with. And we're uh, well into the training now. In fact, it's less than three weeks away to the Connemara Marathon. And last night, I ran... For eighteen miles, and i I did it at night time I'm tend to run at night, so I left the house at nearly nine o'clock and and ran for eighteen miles and came back just before twelve. It was wet, and uh I was physically drained the weird thing about uh running long distance and like that's eighteen miles, and in the marathon there would still be there will still be another eight miles to do, which is like, so basically I've only done about two thirds of the marathon and I was fucking wrecked. Now, I feel okay now. And this is just a few hours later, I suppose. Um, but um, the weird thing about doing this long distance running, and uh, and, and the last week I did something like 17 or 18 miles as well, but is that you're not out of breath because you have to sp- pull back kind of on the speed. Uh, it's just a, uh, um, the leg, your legs are just banjaxed from doing the same thing for three hours or four hours just the same movement and um, last night I started to, the odd time I just ran backwards for a little bit or I uh, did uh, you know when you lift your legs up and you hit the back of your bum with your heels that kind of thing the back of your bum the back of your body where your bum is and uh and and do the uh I, I, yeah because it's just your body like hips particularly are just doing the same thing or oh, knees doing the same. and then i'll get the odd kind of weird little tweak like where you go woo woo, and you go ooh, what's that is that gonna is that gonna turn into a problem that's where i'm like that i just be worrying am i gonna end up with a crappy injury that's going to stop me running and they usually they well they always uh, go away, you just run them off Um, so I don't bring any music with me, or I don't have headphones, I just run and I don't like I just brought one little gel pack with me I don't like eating and drinking and all that when you're running, but it is three hours so it should really, and the marathon itself would be probably four hours so uh, that's like a, a full half a work day. you should have a snack, wouldn't you? Even if you're just sitting around doing nothing. So I'll have to uh, sort out the water situation, but I don't want to be going around carrying a big fecking bottle of water. It just annoys me. In fact, everything annoys me when I'm running. Everything. Just, I get bored. In fact, I knew at one point, an hour in, I was like, I'm really tired. I just could go for a nap now. But I've got to run for another two hours. I I presume at some point you can just get into some meditative state, but that's not particularly happening. No. Anyway, that's it. That's my training for the marathon. And next uh, Sunday, or about, yeah, just under a week from now anyway, I'll be running 20 miles for the first time ever in my life. And then there's a, a rest period And then it's the marathon There's a rest period and a few short And just short runs And then the, the marathon itself And all this will be uh, Will be in the a uh, Little kind of three, Four or five part documentary That me and Frank are making So we talk about this during the interview At the Lave So uh, we talk about many things So let's Let's um, Let's uh, have a listen to this interview, which was done quite a while ago, but uh, I should have put it out. Um, But as as I say, I've been up to my eyes. There you go. Have a listen.
1: (laughs) This is just, I'm on fire. Do you ever wake up and you're just in bad form? Do you know what I mean by just Uh Yeah, no?
0: yeah, no. Normally I wake up and I'm in bad form. <laughs> I this was an issue with me, uh, up until a few weeks ago. I said to my therapist uh I put that in quotation marks, but he is actually a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just... I said, um Yeah, look, I feel great, but I'm all I just wake up feeling like shit. And uh I can't get this to go, right? And he said, um, I oh, said you feel that he way, said, uh, No, he said, read this guy, Maximus, Aurelius. Uh, I don't know, some Roman um, emperor. Maximus Aurelius. The guy, yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, he wrote... Uh, he Meditations. Wrote... Meditations, right. And yeah. one uh, piece, That's a free book. Yeah, piece yeah. he wrote uh, is about, uh, well, it just basically says, uh, look, look at the birds. They don't go... Uh, Oh shit, you know, they don't uh, twirl. They, they don't wake up and go oh shit, like
3: what's yeah, they, they just go and do them.
0: it. Uh so um so it's kinda like what would you rather do? Lie under your car or just get up. Anyway, so since I read thought about that, I went, shit. Basically, you know, so I just jump out of not jump out of it, but I get up. Yeah, that's and go.
1: this whole sto- stoicism, stoicism.
0: Is it stoicism? Yeah. Stoicism, it's yeah. whole philosophy. You see yeah, well like it's part of maybe uh, Jordan Peterson as well would say. Well, I'm, you know, he he, he kind of says, you know, what, um, you know you're know you not meant to be happy or something. You know, it's <laughs> not. Well, it's not like. what he says it's not you a given. You, you know.
1: Have you started reading this new book? The 12 no, I haven't. Of life. Well, I'm listening to a an naughty book, and it is a bit. It's a bit fucking... He brings you to the dark side straight away and he talks yeah. about malevolence and the world is... Essentially, the world is a vampire. Or is, the world is as, shit. As, and that you, you just need to kind of find a way through that. Find you Yeah. Know, but, I mean, it's not totally original what he's saying, this whole well, idea of finding a why...
3: Like, well, I uh,
0: even in the religion or in the Christianity, like, that, like the world is a veil of tears. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I always thought, and Jesus oh, what and your a man. shitty way to look at life. And now as I get older, I go, oh, yeah, that's kind of a good way to look at life because then you force yourself to battle Just through. Just be fucking hopeless. And not and not be expecting, because if, you, if you're constantly expecting... Happiness. Well, hope. Uh, I you love the hope is the absolute rejection like of
1: shit. what is. Do you ever hear that expression? Hope is the absolute rejection of what is.
0: Right. Um, so I haven't heard hoping. that, but I understand what you mean.
1: Yeah, you're always hoping for something else. So maybe something better come along. There'll be a better when it's bigger, when it's better, when it's more amazing.
0: Yeah. Get on the mic. Am I not on the mic there now? Uh, well, now you are. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. There's, there's no problem. But uh, so yes, yes.
1: Closer to you. It's weird. Then so I'll just go and look in this way. The eye contact. It's right. I'd never be good at dating thing, you know the way you're, you're. We're right beside each other, staring yeah. into each other's eyes. It's interesting. Oh yeah, you don't get bothered by that now, no.
0: Uh no no. There's a table between us. Like, there You're, is a you're table, making isn't it isn't sound it? like we're at like very close? we yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, anyway, hope. Okay. Uh, hope is hope. The
1: absolute rejection of what is.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I understand that. I mean, I uh, oh got some. There's some other quote like that similar to um. Whatever. Anyway, uh, Frank, I uh, the reason I'm talking to you now, yeah. we've got, this is only the third time we met.
1: I was thinking as well, uh, every time the fucking thing, the mics come on too. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Every time we're talking, actually, these things come on. You know that? You yeah. talk probably for 20 minutes and then loads of messages. <laughs> <laughs> it is an odd yeah, way yeah, yeah. to get well, to know somebody, uh, Great,
0: isn't it? It is, yeah, but uh, I'll just explain to the listener. Yeah, you, f- <laughs> the Frank, listener. <laughs> the listener. Yeah, the listener. It's me actually. Explain me. to me, I, uh, me and you probably. Yeah, I listen, listen to, to my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I just fast forward to my bits. Yeah. yeah. So like, explain to me. Uh You you uh invited me onto your podcast. What's your podcast? If you want to well, give thanks it. Thanks a, a million for allowing me plug it. Um yeah.
1: Can I be frank? It's on YouTube
0: and Facebook. Yeah, and what's your uh, website web address? Oh, com, .com, right. And they're on that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's links to YouTube.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, we talked, and then afterwards, I talked about doing sketches or something, and then you suggested we just talk about the sketches. Yeah, well of, we were, And record that, film video that, film that, whatever.
1: Yeah, the, we were talking about the potential of doing some sketches and you had some ideas and um I was gonna get the camera out and then Yeah, we started messaging mm-hmm. about the idea of meeting up and talking about the idea. Oh, so you don't like the sound of the cappuccino when you're Well, I'm eating a sweet. Yeah, it's a lovely sweet. That was a lovely sweet. Anyway. Sorry. It is a nice sweet. I should have had yeah. it before I started. Um we talked about the idea of uh, meeting up and filming, brainstorming. You yeah, that's kind of what we're talking about: brainstorming about doing sketches.
0: Yeah, and and what we did do that, but then it became something about challenging us to do stuff. Yeah.
1: Well I think that's what and it's it become We've only shot one of them like.
0: Oh we've only shot one Yeah And it it, it could still be the sketch thing I, I, yeah. I probably it is It is that as well but
1: Well I think there is Obviously a mutual thing about uh, Both of us up for the idea of challenges Health challenges You know yes. Health and well being Both of us You know I'm suggesting a few things It's not like you're going No way There's obviously a part of you Really wanting to do that Oh well. yeah yeah Yeah
0: Particularly through. So I've signed up to the Connemara Marathon And you've signed up now as well Yes And I that have, is yeah. in, in April and i've not never done a marathon before mm, so, i have done it once yeah, yeah. So and it's kind of kind of is a tough one, isn't it? Because it's w- well, I've
1: only w- done that one and it's horrendous. Okay, right? It's fucking horrendous. Okay, I mean, oh, yeah, like every I mean. marathon is probably yeah, horrendous. but it's <laughs> the, it, the thing about it is that you are going up big hills. Like it's not yeah. it's not flat surface, so there will be come a time in the next eleven weeks. Anyway, it's going to be yeah. lovely, Joe. But anyway, no, <laughs> it's look, be brilliant. Whatever. But we're the yeah. And then and
0: then there was other stuff like the ice ice bath and mm. um Wim Hof. Wim Hof so like I find it inspiring that you know a lot of things like these that I um, am really excited to know about like the the ice bath is yeah. where you uh, would you explain Wim Hof
1: well uh, I think anybody in the health kind of game at the moment or you know somebody who's seeking um, well being that fucking game of self help books or whether it's therapists or whatever it is mm. in that you're probably exercising and you do happen upon well, I happened upon Wim Hof, and but I mean, it's not like he's uh, he's mainstream now. You know, he's done around three or four TED talks, and mm-hmm. he has a legion of people who are going out in the wilds of the cold. Like, so this guy broke a couple of world records, um, basically exposing himself to extreme cold temperatures, and he's not he's doing it because for him it's like it's awakened a natural well-being you know i suppose so i i did his 10-week course online and i love the idea of a kind of uh health or wellness that's that's within you it's not in some fucking 10 steps or it's not in some book or it's not outside you know it's it you can find some sort of natural strength and that's what he teaches it and so like he teaches I suppose, in an extreme way by the idea of exposing yourself to cold and everybody... Like, does he even, would you believe, a TED Talk on cold showers and the benefits of cold showers. It's like something like 750,000. Like, there really is... The TED Talks are the new apps. Do you know mm. what I mean? By like that, there is a TED Talk for everything. Mm. And there's another guy who explains how to give take a cold shower. But anyway, part of the Wim Hof thing is, first of all, exposing yourself to the cold slowly. So maybe... At the end of the shower, expose yourself to ten seconds, and then a at the end fu- of the warm oh, shower. end of a warm shower, expose put yeah. it on cold. Yeah, and I, I suppose the reason for it, um, and the reason I like it is that forget the fucking cold, right? And forget mm-hmm. the idea that, jeez, um, I swear, because I can hear myself, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, forget the idea of cold and extreme, doing extreme things for the moment. And it's the idea that in the morning time, you have this challenge that you're setting yourself, that you're going to get into the cold shower and expose yourself to cold. Right. Mm. And there's something about getting your breathing under control and exposing yourself, you know, because when you experience cold straight away, you get this <gasps> panic. Have you done it? By the way, I
0: haven't done the shower yet. Yeah. I am um, because I've been running late in the evening and showering after the run. So I don't know. Do the cold shower before I go to bed. I'll yeah. be like...
1: Well, apparently it's a great way to get to sleep if you do it at night. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. then. I
0: have no excuse.
1: I've got to start it. But it is kind of like an electric bolt to mm. the system. And that... Um, it's, I suppose it's like the sense that you have completed a challenge before seven o'clock in the morning. And you, yeah. feel, you, you feel... You go in like a mouse, almost terrified. And you come out like a bit of a lion. And yeah. there's this kind of natural strength that you feel and then he teaches these exercises this whole kind of eastern we'll say breathing technique that involves a lot of uh, um Neil Lomaric who will show you all this breathing stuff because he actually teaches this stuff he went, he went up running in the mountains of Poland in the freezing cold with just a pair of shorts on and the snow capped wow Um and again you see I suppose I kind of always go to myself well why would you bother doing anything like that can't you, can't you just not have to do that? Mm. Is there not an easier way? And to me, it just awakens something within you that is almost just a natural sense of strength Mm. that you could go looking in the gym, you could go looking X, Y and Z places, and yet you expose yourself to a bit of cold. And first of all, you've completed that and you do it more and more and you just feel this inner sort of... um, Inner something. I don't know what it is. This inner energy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. And Now
1: I have, the reason I'm all about (laughs) it, I I have looked at countless amount of things. And most of them are, you know, mindfulness or 10 steps for here or meditate or fucking, you know, loads and loads of things. But this is, it kind of gives you this sense of that you just can't get from anywhere else. And then that suddenly that you're able to get into the from, you know, just fifteen seconds in a cold shower, you're able to get into a nice bath and then you're able to get into the freezing cold sea at uh winter time
0: and an ice bath, you, you mean? Yeah, you're gonna be doing it sounded nice bath. like a nice bath you just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No it's yeah. not. Yeah it's not yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh that's exciting. And so I've got to do the the cold chairs to build myself up to the ice bath, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You need to have a look yeah. at Neil's instructions. Yes, I will. N- Neil is uh, an Irish guy who's done a course, or he's yeah, he's this done. And, yeah, and now course. he's teaches.
1: He's teaching it, yeah. And you can uh, do an online course on the Wim Hof Method dot okay, com. Um, okay. If you're so inclined.
0: Right, and that's exciting. And then you uh, put me onto this um, mushroom. Uh, well there's a guy on Joe Rogan uh, What's his name? The Paul Joe... Stamets Paul Stamets mm. And I looked at this uh, interview with, On Joe Rogan with Did him. you look at the whole lot? A whole lot And yeah. it just blew my mind yeah. What he was talking about About mushrooms It's amazing Yeah It is amazing Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enough from uh, From loads of points of view First of all that not just the magic ones Not just the magic ones But mm. he does talk about that and, and I how thought the impact on the stutter thing You know the way you talk right. he talks about his stutter He had a stutter when yeah. he was a young fella And then he ate a bag full of mushrooms And went up a tree And then a storm uh, There was a storm And uh, it was amazing yeah. But I think then he said Wow well, this is a bit stupid Because I'm on top of a tree In a high hill In mm. a storm well, I should get something out of this. So he decided, well, my stutter, can I get rid of my... I think he repeated, I will not stutter a load of times. While well, off his head on mushrooms. <laughs> anyway, the next day, his stutter was gone. Yeah, forever then. And apart the
1: from, he mentioned, maybe if he drinks a bit of alcohol or something like that. But this yeah. wasn't just a, this was a traumatic stutter. Like, it, it, he... Said he couldn't look at people, he got he couldn't ever get the words out and it was it was debilitating. Yeah. And then suddenly you're going taking um a bag of mag- magic mushrooms and for that to be gone overnight. Yeah. So that that kick started a, a lifelong interest in fungi,
0: mushrooms. For him, yeah. yeah. And he basically said that it kinda re the brain has has uh roots that it will it's used to using and yeah. that through magic mushrooms you can uh change that those roots. Change so that, that the well, however he was learn had learned to speak, he had to rewire.
1: Yeah, it's kind of um so I did a, a little piece on mm. psychedelics. There's, so if you look into the idea of psychedelics and if you haven't looked into it at all, then you'll have the idea that psychedelics are the worst thing you could possibly take. But yeah. if you look further you'll see a humongous amount of research and conferences going on worldwide into psychedelics and the impact of psychedelics on people's well-being and depression and fucking a countless list of things. But just that particular part, I kind of say, when I'm thinking about it, it's like as if you have a person that's like rock solid. So you're Joe, comedian. You do this, this, this and this. You have this family. You have this life. Yeah. You have this ways. You have your steak on Friday. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I know, but I know what you mean. It's, it's this like is that's your rock salad. and then Template or something. This, yeah, this, is, this is who is you are. You and adjust. this is how
1: you, I know myself through, you know, I'm happy or I'm sad or I'm this or I'm that. Yeah. But I'm a, a mixture of like a hundred things. And yeah. the psychedelic or the magic mushroom comes in and blows that open. Yeah. Like blows it wide open. And then when it comes back together again, it's never quite the same. Yeah. And I, I think that's. Well, I I like it because it's radical. It's not a fucking bullshit thing. Uh, We've talked about this before, but I I like the fact that it's not a... uh, You know, you'd be waiting six, nine, ten months. Like, they talk about a psychedelic having the same impact as a couple of weeks of therapy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's an intensive... mm, But it's a physical thing. It's a physical change in your brain. I mean, they can measure the changes they, in your brain they've
1: gone so much into the research that they can they've done a brain scan of a brain on uh without the psychedelic and with it and so you can see the brain is lit up yeah and uh, so i talked to a neuroscientist about it and he, uh, he and then he gave a presentation at this conference and he said that the brain lit up on a psychedelic a delic, say LSD or a magic mushroom it's akin to that of a child Mm. And I kind of like that idea of, um, you know, the child sees the world in a totally kind of pure, innocent way, naive way, and and but there's everything they take in everything. They don't don't know the world. The world, everything everything is brand new, brand new, yeah, yeah. and amazing.
0: And I've taken magic mushrooms, but a long time ago, I'd say thirty years ago at least. and it is amazing. But obviously you'd think you couldn't exist like that all the time because you'd no. never get at and done because everything would be so interesting. There'd be so much stimulation coming in. You wouldn't be able to. It would take you five hours to walk down to the shops. Yeah, you'd
1: have a brazen trip to the shop. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: well, now, The only reason but, I'm interested in is just I'm not really interested in the whole talking about the whole kind of recreational side of it whatever. But I, I am fascinated by the idea that the people who are campaigning for this are campaigning that so a, a psychotherapist can sit in a room with their patient while yeah. they're on this, and they can deal with issues head on, yeah, and solve things in a really quick, not quick, not easy way, but in a quicker way. Yeah. and that's what I'm fascinated by. So that it's used under those circumstances, it's not used at the end of the night when you're after drinking no, ten pints. No, time. no, yeah. Mm. Don't. Mm.
0: Don't do it, kids. But that's kind of like so. So it's not the kind of drug like it can't be addictive. I don't think because you you're not guaranteed to have a good time. In fact, you could have a terrible time, a hellish time. Yeah. Well, there's and another one uh, called.
1: You've heard of ayahuasca, as I told you. Ayahuasca. A- yeah. Ayahuasca. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you take that, and you could be vomiting for six hours.
0: Yeah, well, that's a physical thing. But in mushrooms, you could just in your mind could go no, through. Sorry,
1: sorry. You you can be vomiting, and at the same time be in the pits right okay <laughs> oh, ba- <laughs> the very furthest down rabbit hole that you
0: can find yeah 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 so in that sense it's like a um what i was gonna say about the mushroom thing oh yeah so it does make you come face to face with any kind of paranoia or insecurities you have you know it, at times it can anyway and
1: i think that is the power of it though i actually think that is um so say, for example, you go and do. Sounds like I'm recommending these things. By the way, I, I'm only. I'm really fascinated by them, and mm. um, and I like the idea that they're being researched because I used to believe that they're the worst thing you could possibly do. But now it doesn't oh, seem really? like that. Mm. Well, I, was, I grew up with the idea that you take LSD, you're definitely going to end up in an insane it is asylum. Lose your mind, yeah.
0: Um, but what were we saying there? I... Uh, you were saying maybe it's uh, I don't know I don't know what you were saying I think yeah, you were, we were talking about the no. uh, <laughs> what it it was it saying <laughs> yeah. No I mean you were I suppose you were elaborating on the fact that it's not as a it's it's a you like the idea that uh, that they have some meaning to them not a casual thing that you.
1: It's, it is the potential to be a transformative experience yeah. and the people that do take them, you know, rank these experiences. You talked about it as doing it in your 20s, but people who talk about it, rank them up, there were one of the best experiences of their life. And it isn't addictive because you can go through hell and you can. Sorry, this is the point I was going to make. Let's say you go to um, your therapy or you, you're dealing with something. Yeah, and, the, and what happens? What can happen is that you have something that maybe you want to deal with, right? And that say that your issue is over there in the corner, and you're here, nice and safe, and you're going to talk about that issue without really, you know, there's no personal responsibility in it. There's no, yeah. there's no anything. You you just kind of deal with it and you talk about it, and maybe that issue will find some peace or whatever. Whereas on the psychedelic, you there's no you know it's like touching it or you know just have a, have a, you just you've no choice but to deal with whatever yeah, that is okay, and yeah. it's head on but the aftermath of it is that whatever that thing that had a hold of you doesn't have the same strength anymore that can happen It may not happen either
0: yeah yeah and i also i think in the right in the right situation as well you you for me this is what happened to me i i um felt Wow, amazed at nature and just tiny things. Like, I just looking at the drop, sliding off a leaf, it was incredible. And that's kind of almost like what living in the moment, like the Eckhart Tolle thing as well, like Mm. the power of now, just being in the moment. And so everything else is gone, just that, whatever you're looking at, is fascinating.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that is amazing. If nothing else, I think it's... uh, if it allows, enables something like that to happen in a short period of time and that kind of wow factor for things that you ordinarily miss. Yeah. We'll say and and things are seen from a different perspective. I think that's what it kind of turns your perspective of the world. That's what I think that happens, you know, and that there is that. But then you see, there is this, um, it's the Eckhart tall thing again. I mean, I find that kind of interesting because you know, he he comes to the RDS and you might get 10,000 people who've paid 100 quid to take it and he sits up there in his altar. And I kind of don't like this idea that he knows something, it just as my notes right, that he knows something that maybe we don't. Yeah. And so it's another kind of emperor or lord who's got something. And now it may not be it may not be the case but it's definitely positioned with the altar and the flowers and this holier than thou. Is that what happens, yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of that now. I went years ago and then you see the thing is like you know, when is now? Right, well, I, we won't go into it too but like when is this thing now that you can suddenly be in and I'm really going to be at peace now. Unless can we just breathe here together and just really enjoy this moment and then, you know, then we won't or you know, then if we don't sit back and and there's this, it ends up being another kind of loop of trying to be in the fucking moment, like you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean by that?
0: Uh yeah, I do yeah. I but I, I see the benefits of it, but I don't understand why. I, I, I'm amazed that people would go and and see him because you could just read the book and should, there's the information. Hundred quid.
1: 10,000 people or whatever in the audience What or can he say
0: uh, live that it is, he can't write in a book or on an audio?
1: I suppose people will yeah. uh, I a- mean, ask him questions. And you see, it's the, he'll talk about this whole thing of presence, mm. you know. And in, I think people want to go there to get a little bit of his presence, mm. you know. And again, that's this idea that he's got something and I can get something
0: from it. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yes, that's... A but uh, to me that's shite
1: Yeah it is And of course mm. he's countless books uh, they well, he's a I mean, few books That's even the
0: opposite of what he writes Because it's in you Not yeah. in someone else's life. And you see when you set it up like that
1: it, does, he, he, it absolutely gives the impression So I love that what you just said there It's in you yeah. It can't be anywhere else Because if it's another Jesus Or another Buddha You know what lads fuck off like do you know what I mean if it's another one of that because I think then they become misinterpreted and I think maybe your man Jesus had something good to say way back in the day or Buddha maybe they had some good things yeah yeah Uh, Mm. and I think an awful lot of it just got distorted through time like you know the idea when you were growing up in school uh, you would have got this idea you would have been you know the Chinese whisper thing Mm. so say somebody whispers something to you and they say um Joe, bloody, bloody, blah, and by the time it gets around to everybody else, it becomes this totally different Yeah, message. it is.
0: Well, it's interpreted to, people use it to wield their own power. Yeah. That's what the Catholic Church did. Yeah, yeah, they take, a um, and it
1: may be a simple, pure idea that uh, like he says, a child can know and then, uh, you know, this idea going back, you know, the psychedelic mm. was kind of talking about the, it, the psychedelic brain being similar to that of a child. I kind of liken it to that idea that Jesus is, you know, it's not until you can see like a child that you see the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of like that sort of thinking. So in other words, it's within you. It's not outside. It's not... Somebody else hasn't
0: got something that you don't have. No, but the church would like you to think... Any church. Most churches would like you to think there's peop- there's a hierarchy. Uh, yeah. yeah. And that they have the power and you don't. Yeah. Total fucking
1: yeah. disempowerment that you don't know, but... This bishop suddenly with divine inspiration knows yeah. something that you don't, that yeah. they have a direct fucking speed red phone to God. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. what's, that's what's going on, because otherwise you're just making it up as you go along. And probably, let's tell the truth here, you're making it up, aren't you?
0: As you go along, yeah. you have to be. Do you know what I mean? I think everybody's fucking making it up. Yeah, but even like, uh, there's total contradiction. Like, it's, thou shalt- one of the uh, uh, commandments is thou shalt not kill. And yet yeah. people go into war going, God is on our side. So it's like, <laughs> and but just look at the Bible and they go, ah, yeah, but that doesn't mean in a war it's different, you know. So they just so go, what? Well, if you're it's
1: defending, just, you, well, there's no greater thing than being defending God's will. I mean, yeah. fuck you, you're sorted, aren't you? You've no guilt, no anything. You're completely... Yeah.
0: You can kill willy-nilly. Mm. Um, there was a bit... Uh, uh, so I'll go back to Jordan Pearson there, but he, he was talking about that, you know that thing, the meek shall inherit the earth. Yeah. He's going, that doesn't make sense to me because the meek? Like, he, he he's not into the whole idea. But me, yeah. He kind of looked... He said he looked up the... The somewhat, meaning of it, yeah. The meaning of it, tried to find out, really, but he's discovered that the, the the word was totally lost. The meaning was lost over many years and that the a meek, the, the word it came from was he who has can wield a sword but, but keeps it in his sheath or something like that. So it wasn't like a meek person. But you can imagine that the Catholic Church would want to or even any people of authority would want people to believe they that, want to keep you that down. if you're meek, if you don't cause trouble... You'll yeah. inherit the earth.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you just
1: keep your mouth shut, you're going to, it'll all be sorted yeah. in heaven. You'll get extra cream on your strawberries in heaven. Like, I mean, that's. Yeah, yeah. And again, so he talks about recognizing the monster within you. Mm. And I kind of like that idea. He says, he says, he says, and again, he's just another dude um, having a go at expressing himself as opposed to being the most amazing opinion ever. It's a good alternative opinion in my mind, but it's not, you know mm. what I mean? He is, people sometimes look up to him like he's another record tall or they're putting him on a fucking pedestal and he is not like that really from what I can gather and I don't think he does that himself no I don't think he does but it's yeah. the nature of people to go right you yeah. know something yeah, you've got amazing. it sorted can I get a little piece of that because you look to be really happy yeah. with your 12 rules especially if you've got 12 rules <laughs> but yeah. he says recognise and I think this is what he's talking about this you know shield the, the sword unsheathed it's, he that, talks about recognising the monster within you and that you put yourself in the shoes of an Auschwitz prison guard and recognise that that could be you. Yeah. And, and you know, he said, actually put yourself in the spot of walking around there and enjoying what, what your job is. Mm. Now, that's a little bit of a mind thing because
0: we all kind of go on, oh, well, I'd never do anything like that. But of course was, we would. Of course, everybody could. It's, I think everybody could with the potential. It's yeah, totally, totally. I can believe that totally. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, it's so much part of society where you say, Sh- I, "I'm just, I'm just following orders," or, uh, you know, it's. Will you justify it's my job, anything? You know? yeah. We'll all justify yeah. anything just or to protect to ourselves. I have to pay yeah. a mortgage, you know that kind of thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the truth? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah. only my hand in the till. Like, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, but but he would say that uh, there's no point in just being a law-abiding citizen if you've never thought about breaking. No, I think something like that. He basically, saying you need to know that you what you could be. You yeah. need to know. That you could kill or something, and, and, and not it, kill. Yeah, but I think rather I, than and that's think I a, would never kill.
1: Yeah, and that's quite an empowering thing to say to somebody. Recognize mm. your monster, because yeah. then you're going to sit in the room with a Donald Trump, or who Mother Teresa, or Jesus, or God, mm. and recognize your true nature is that you, to survive in that moment in time, you might take out the sword and kill, even if it's Jesus. I think and recognising that so then at least when you're walking down the street you don't feel fucking meek you don't feel um, like this imposter in a world organised by authoritarians who are telling everybody what to do
0: do you know what I mean But you
1: feel if you really wanted to you could get out on the street
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah Yeah. like that's kind of yeah anyway yeah so it's basically yeah a lot of people who who are great leaders or whatever uh, probably have changed from being a monster, if you know what I mean, and our curb, you know, you know what I mean? you're not really a leader if you, there's no badness in you. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't think, you can't but imagine, it, you know, there's always da- a sense of danger to anyone you go, oh, I respect that, that man or woman.
1: Like say it's, it's
0: edginess, we all kind of like a little bit of edginess,
1: whether it's a, there's a reason why I would say, actually it's more a truth, if you're willing to kind of really say your own truth, people are always attracted to that. I think. You mm. know, you hear somebody saying to you, like, you look at somebody and they're always in phenomenal form or upbeat or posting positive shit. You kind of wonder mm, something wrong there. There's something wrong there. <laughs> <It's Yeah>. there. <laughs> Me think he protests too much, <laughs> and I think it's. So I think. I think the positivity and all that is a wonderful. I think it's great because you can go in- into the underworld, but it's this outward. I, I much prefer a kind of a little bit of earthed yeah. thing. And an earthed thing means you <laughs> you recognize how you are. You recognize your potential. You recognize, well, I'm going to rain. I'll rain the dragon in today because it's not going to serve anybody. Nobody wants to listen to somebody going on and on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah.
0: No, that's the... I would agree, yeah. Um, so, uh, Frank, actually, you know, I, I've... Uh, I, uh, I don't I know... I was going to ask you more about your... I don't know much about where you've come from. Where Where did you grow up and... In? Um, in... I...
1: Um, where did I grow up? I was born in Mullingar. Born in Mullingar. Moved to Portlaoise.
0: That was a big move.
1: Yeah. It was, actually. <laughs> oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, I, when I was 12. Um... And I lived there till I was seventeen, yeah. and I got the fuck out of Dodge as fast as I could. Then and yeah. went living in Dublin. I went to Manchester for a year. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, and uh, you, oh yeah, started your oh, business need or something like that. Or?
1: I have no. Idea. Uh, so when I left uh, I, I left college. I did three years doing business in French. Yeah. And then I went working in a fish factory as you do with your qualification. Yeah. And then I went to Manchester to form a band. Um, oh yeah, you sold me that. Yeah, yeah. The Awe was the band that never sold or never made a record or never did anything. Yeah. But I had a poster with the Awe on it. I think it's a pretty cool. Name, How do you actually. spell
3: that? O A W E. A W E. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And then I got a job in the a uh, database company And I had to put on a tie every day mm-hmm. And I, I I still actually I can feel it in my whole body Even talking about that The the, the fact that I had to uh, Suddenly You know the idea You're in school and you're free Like you live the dream a little bit But we'll um, Talk about me um, This idea you're in school Or you have kind of ideas That you're going to do mm. shit And then suddenly I'm in an office doing database mm-hmm. in a, a mail order company in Manchester mm-hmm. that I went over to try and form a band but to survive I went in there and I couldn't ever um, I couldn't bear the idea that this was it that you, I'd have to work 9 to 5.30 but I did work 9 to 5.30 and I worked probably 7 o'clock in the morning till 7 o'clock at night because I've that kind of I still wanted to do well even if I absolutely despised it Yeah, and then I weren't working couple of jobs in Ireland when I came home from Manchester and I went working in a corporation Dell for five years and I probably did 14 hour days there even though I absolutely hated it I still worked my whole off and um and so the biggest thing for me is freedom and independence and uh it has always been that that uh I, I may not know what I want to do <laughs> with my life but I want to be able to f- be free to try and figure it out, as opposed to having do to do stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, that was my motivation for setting up a business. So I set up a small, I set up, mar- set up a marketing company, and um, out of a basement in Earlsford Terrace. And uh, six years later, two thousand and six, I set that up. And six years later, I sold it to a U.S. multinational, and that
0: allowed me freedom. Wow, that I had craved, and. Uh, throughout that time, you you seem to be uh, on a vo- well, i of discovery. But were you into like uh, this self help, help and all that kind of stuff?
1: Uh, so my mother was always into meditation. She used to always try and get me to meditate, and I think she used to do a bit of counselling. And she was always, she was into the sort. Of, even though she was Catholic, uh, she was into the sort of Eastern thinking, mm-hmm. and she used to get me books and I remember there was one book she got me, the man who sold his Ferrari and I, I didn't really give a shit about it like I was on a mission at the time and that was really, it was around um, uh, getting somewhere, you know, building a business or building my career and it was very much that train of thinking mm-hmm. and, uh, and then my dad died and I had a couple of kids and I moved job and I moved house and kind of I kind of went, on oh, fucking like there is just not a second, and I think that's probably just drove me down. There's I,
0: not a second chance. What's that? Is that what you mean? There isn't a second.
1: No, oh, I. I, I chance? Well, I remember thinking that my dad used to work his whole off. Oh, All right. And he worked. Uh, I remember year. I, m- I remember him having to, we'd be on holidays and he'd have to leave the holidays with us to go back to work and for his American company. And I remember he used to always talk about. Um Getting away, you know, getting, uh, you know, retiring and being able to go to America and being, um, I suppose, being free or yeah. from the corporate life. But and he worked it like he was, I suppose he was a workaholic, but he never got to do that. Wow. And they didn't never really give a shit. And most corporations just don't give a shit. And I think that really was, I was always fundamentally aware of that and in any organisation that I was in it was always in the back of my mind that really they don't give a fuck Mm. and but I became increasingly aware of that I became um, and then so when he hit the road I remember thinking right which I mean it's a blink of an eye isn't it Mm. this is it like there isn't 50 million of these I don't you know there isn't no Um, and if there is (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. I, I think uh, uh, there is only what I know what's happening. right? This is, the uh, factually speaking, there probably only, is parallel universe. Yeah, yeah,
0: probably is. But yeah, this is the one you're in. <laughs> this is the one I'm in. Yeah.
1: And there's loads of theories about what there might be or might not be. And I, uh, yeah. I, I have no evidence for that. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I remember thinking, right? And I, at the time when I, when I went. To break free and set up my own business, knew uh, uh, we'd had a uh, Dylan, and then Jack was en route, and um, my dad had been sick a good while, and it was kind of uh, uh, actually I met this guy on a plane, this old dude. I think he owns the Herbert Hotel, or he mightn't be still around. But I was talking to this old dude who, who came down from Belfast, and he, he bought a tiny little. Uh, B&B beside the Aviva there and then he grew that into the Herbert Park Hotel around the corner and it just so happened that I got talking to him on a plane and mm. I said blah 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 I'm thinking to set up my own business and he goes you have a couple of you have a couple of kids you better do it or you, this is it like so I kind of it yeah. was that combined with loads of things but I, I kind of pinpoint that as a moment for setting up the business and would say the whole curiosity thing about the temporiness of life came about from the death of my father i think it one way or another i would probably i wouldn't i wouldn't be able to say right it definitely kick-started it because i was so caught up in the business and raising kids but i think it definitely must have been something yeah. related there
0: you know what i mean mm. so. and um so you've tried lots of different kinds of say you well you see meditate. I became
1: obsessed with the idea of enlightenment.
0: Enlightenment, yeah. Yeah, I I became
1: obsessed with it. I mean it's it, so fuck I used to buy three or four books at a time. And one of the first books I read back in 2005 or 4 was the The Power Now and oh, yeah. I and I got an audiobook and I remember thinking, Jeez this lad's voice like it's so peaceful and he must he has it sorted." And yeah. he says something like you are here to fulfill the purpose, the divine purpose of the universe. And I remember thinking, "Yeah, I am," and and so then I was looking into it. And the reason I'm kind of cynical about it is because because I'm kind of sort of that person who really wants, you know, who strive and wants to get to the place, you know, wants to get there, right? It's then, almost like the
0: opposite of what. I'm oh, I totally! <laughs> it's totally, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, uh, yeah but at the
1: yeah. time, I was in that kind of ladder of the business and. You know, so I was thinking, well, I'm going to be the very best at being in the now <laughs> <laughs> And then there was even times I'd be saying to myself, Oh, do you know what? No, I can't be in the Now because 'cause I'm watching the United game <laughs> and I'm really angry. So but in around twenty minutes I'd be really good then. But it, it got to the point that I was doing there's another guy called Osho. Have you ever heard of no, Osho? No. Osho is this other Eastern uh teacher, you know, guru sort of dude. And like he's written books called Courage and Fear and fearlessness And all this sort of stuff And he He speaks Like if you look at any of his quotes He speaks amazingly well It's really beautiful language And it's real um, Empowering sort of shit But uh, uh, And he has a book called (laughs) The Book of Secrets And the Book of Secrets Is this thick There's a thousand Different meditations Wow Now I shit you not I probably tried five or six hundred of them Yeah Did you? I did yeah Well you see I suppose I heard this I, I, once I kind of heard this idea that somebody has seen that life is other than it is mm. I couldn't get it out of my head that somebody's seen it and why can't I see that now Why mm. is he special like and and that kind of I kind of went uh, so then there's another thing called a course and I won't even go into all them. but there's another thing called a course in miracles so I remember at one stage going I was meditating in the morning doing this thing a course in miracles Meditating in the evening time And then reading constant books So it was the total opposite of, would say Acceptance or letting go Or whatever the fuck they where The message is And I was just trying to get it mm. And I remember thinking at on one stage Well I remember I, um, I read A book somewhere That said It's a book called Awakening to the Dream Right and it's By this Dutch guy
0: called Leo Hortang He's not I might have that book. I've got lots of these books I've never read. <laughs> <I'll> have, <yeah.
1: laughs> well, to be honest, most of them you can just read the first chapter. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, the point is well made in the first chapter, and then they decide they need to, because I'm sure the publisher says you need to give me a bit more than those couple of sentences. is the right old book on it. Yeah. But uh, Leo Hortang talks about this awakening to the dream. And in that, there's a line about there's no you that can become enlightened. There's only the seeing, so there's no. It's not a personal thing, and that that got in my head then. And what does that mean? I, I'm. Well, so it was basically. Uh, I have to be careful about this road we're going down because if you want to go down a rabbit hole, we'll go down a rabbit hole. But um, well, so so the nature of self, it kind of talks about the nature of who you are, like mm. where you are located, even in your body, for example, and so. What can that who who can see enlightenment and who which part of you is going to get it? do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um i that kind of just stuck with me, and then I just thought well actually that's just that's enough I didn't really get into it anymore after hearing that, and then i went there's there's I actually made a documentary on that whole idea of the self um yeah but um it's
0: interesting though like um what the self is because uh it's more like about it. well look, I don't know anything about this shit but uh, yeah, no, nor but do I just being weird. trying to be yourself the or the self that you feel relaxed with uh, yeah. in all situations to me would be very important, yeah, I would strive to do that like i would- i' strive to be more me when I'm doing my stand up as i do it over the yeah. years Yeah I Like I can look back And say I was just putting on An act for Five years And you know, when I went on stage I mm. just became I just put up a I mean I, Well I mean I'm fu- I am don't want to be funny But I don't want to be uh, I want to be uh, Be using my own voice As much as possible But that's just Doing my stand up Okay that's not in life I suppose But in well, general no, no, I actually think it is though I think mm. it's in stand up And in um, I saw you doing the guitar Oh, I, I wrote. I decided to do a funny, so- write a funny song yesterday, and I. I well, I had the idea f- for a while, but I got it together and put that up online yesterday. And
1: I actually thought that was a bit more than the funny thing. I thought it was more. Um, I mean, you have a good voice. Oh, and, thanks. And uh, uh, you can play guitar. Oh yeah, well, it wasn't totally funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was. It was just interesting to hear somebody with a good voice and a guitar singing a, a song that is a nice. Air to it,
0: do you know what I mean? All right, cool. Yeah, when it could be, a, it could be a normal song, couldn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. Yeah, I, I actually thought it was a cover version.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, but no, it, 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 if
3: uh,
1: no, I was
0: just I was curious that because um, remember years, years and years ago you were in a band. I was. Yeah, yeah, in a band called Guernica. And, yeah. Uh, actually, to be honest, I'm. Uh, w- uh, this year Intended on reco- uh, Releasing a vinyl album Of Stuff we did We recorded an album And never released it mm, And I've just met The bass player Over in London At the weekend And I just want to put it out there Because um, You definitely have to do that Because the songs are good actually I've listened back to Not all of them but A good few of them are good Yeah, yeah
1: it's in. But you see That's kind of the Being true to yourself thing I think If that's there mm. That kind of feeling That that, that element has not uh, come out of you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It needs to be expressed one way or another or it needs to be heard and seen. Mm. You know, because a few people might like it and that's enough like it.
0: Yeah. yeah, Because you're going to enjoy doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's quite a few songs that, um, it's interesting because those songs are like my diaries from 30 years ago. I can totally lock into where who I was singing it, who I was writing about. It. It's not like some of it isn't exactly personal, but but I know what I was thinking. It's brilliant yeah. in that sense. Yeah.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. That's a that's a, a voyage down you say there's a part of you that's there that's inside you with the fucking guitar sitting waiting for the opportunity that's just been there, dormant. I'm not saying it has been done because I think you do bring in the guitar in your act, do you? Oh, yeah, I use uh, the guitar yeah. in my
0: act. But actually, yeah. you know, when I was in the band, I didn't play. I couldn't play an instrument. Okay. I, I wrote songs with the guitarist. So I would start singing a melody and he'd follow me on guitar and then he'd go somewhere and I'd follow him. Okay. But we wrote the songs together. But I only learned to play the guitar. I'm a very basic guitar player, but, but in, I could write. I can write a song with the guitar. But I know uh, there was a girl I interviewed on this podcast, Carrie. Her name's Carrie O'Sullivan, and she writes incredible songs and cannot play an instrument. She just sings the whole. She works with horses. She owns a few horses, and she'd be Mm -hmm. out. And a melody comes into her head, and she records it, and she sends it to um, this guy's guitarist, uh, Jimmy Smith, and uh, and he says my God these are incredible songs but she cannot play an instrument and he just he says it's it's incredible so it just yeah. goes to show yeah anyway.
1: yeah it totally does yeah I think yeah. that's um, well that's a singer
0: sort mm. of thing isn't
1: it but she's probably never tried to play an instrument or has she
0: she tried to play guitar and she's tried to write with the guitar and she said no the songs she because she's not a musician mm. she it doesn't work for her so mm. uh, because she can go anywhere with the voice if she's not Using an instrument, yeah. Uh, and what was that? That put, threw me off there. What were we talking about? We were,
1: we were. We were I suppose we were. Ta- you were saying there's a big thing for you. We were talking about the self, but we we came back to this idea of being true to yourself. And I think that's this. I think the greatest freedom is being your authentic self. Now, obviously, it's limited nowadays in a way. There's a certain limitation to what you can say and what you can't say nowadays. But what I'm sa- in this idea of being your authentic self. I think ah. that's like uh, Jim Carrey had a quote that it was the same. We said this actually in the first one we met up with. But do you, do you remember? I, I love the quote anyway. It's basically he says uh, either you have to drop the character that got you to where you are in life that you took on, we'll say, to mm. get to a certain position. Either you have to drop that and be loved or hated for who you truly are Or take that fucking character to the grave with you And it's never been who you are
0: Yeah, I think I've heard him say that Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah No, yeah. I do think Jim Carrey might have He seems a bit insane at the minute why, why is that now? What? The, that's the
1: whole thing that he was talking about Is that this This? What, he said, I'm not here This. Yes Yeah, Yeah Yeah It's not totally insane either
3: Yeah It's just
1: very radical It's just It's just um, It's something that
0: you can't Almost relate to What are you talking about You are there You know Yeah Yeah Well I think maybe I'm just From doing that uh, film Man on the Moon He Because he lost himself He he became The character The character Became two different characters actually Mm. Uh, That must be a bit That must be weird I mean, I've never, <laughs> I just can't imagine it, it being someone else 24-7 for, for a week or two. That's a Daniel day thing though as well, isn't Daniel it? Daniel day does it, but I think he, I think uh, Jim Carrey took it further because yeah. he, he was him. I in think it, I Daniel day isn't Abraham Lincoln constantly <laughs> going around, yeah. going, you can't. Tell me to act. I'm the president of the United (laughs) States. I've got better things to do. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty cool. (laughs) He did.
1: Um, He's an interesting character, though, in the fact that he just does not play the game at all. I think we all like that, though.
3: Yeah. That
1: he's just not. You don't get to hear that much of him. So he's mysterious as a result Mm. of keeping his mouth shut in a
0: way yeah no, and he's kept with what he's done I mean uh, because of, compare him to because he's worked with Scorsese hasn't he in one film anyway but compare him to De Niro who did that thing and then yeah. just stopped I don't know it, does that take it out of you losing yourself in a character like De Niro stopped doing it Do I'd you know, say you're
1: on the edge you have to be on the edge to kind of let go of who you are totally we'd say and immerse yourself in this new creation and
0: then come back how do you have relationships I suppose yeah if you, you're you a different person for for two months or not and
1: I'd say that for some I'd say in the acting I'd say there's a bit of relief they'll say you're living with the demons and you can play a character for a while that doesn't have these or has different sorts of demons yeah. I'd say in the art of it the best are are happy to leave behind I, I don't know enough about it even though I did a couple of acting courses but I I feel that there's something in that thing that the greatest ones
0: have this darkness within them like Brando that, Brando Jesus
1: you no know, go on yeah
0: well I mean how dark was he I mean he was it was sad really oh okay I don't really know much about him Uh, well I th- he had like a uh, weird upbringing like his father left his mother was an alcoholic or something like that uh, something like that and uh, and uh, um moved to New York I think but I think he slept on the streets and everything and then he got into acting he got into theatre acting but mm-hmm. and gorgeous beautiful looking man but mm-hmm. he's never happy he never set, he. then has like one of his his daughter committed suicide or his, oh what is it? There's a whole uh, thing that happened. I think his one of his sons shot his daughter's husband and killed him. Mm. Uh, he was a woman I uh, he was married but shagging everything that moved and uh, then food and then he had this battle that he lost with food where he just couldn't stop eating. Oh wow, jeez, I didn't know about that now. Well yeah, he got I've seen yeah, and I've seen him where he's got yeah.
1: But what do you mean? He lost the battle. Then did he die? Well, he just g- gave
0: a. It was huge. He was massive. He was a mm. massive, big, fat old man from this gorgeous-looking, beautiful, but but an amazing actor. He, like if you any film he's in. Oh yeah, he is such a presence. It's yeah. just incredible. So, so I wonder if you almost needed that the great actors are trying to escape something. Yeah, tried to escape themselves.
1: Yeah. 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 That's the big fucking thing, isn't it? Trying to get away from yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't, though.
0: So yeah, yeah, There's a bit of peace when you,
1: you recognize that. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we do a We're 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 oh, yeah. intending on doing um, uh, maybe shooting five you, episodes. We have one done.
1: Yeah, of a uh, of our spectacular journey to health journey and well being, and from, yeah. That was, that's kind I like that idea though that we're kind of exploring that route though isn't it it's kind of good yeah it's, it's good interesting yeah
0: yeah 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 um. it's going to be
1: I hope now in terms of the marathon mm. that you're in it for the long haul because it is pain like, I is am yeah. I am that's yeah. why I'm more, I'm trying to it'll be an amazing feeling that night in Galway if we can you were sitting down. If you were doing a gig on the 22nd of April in Galway. I have to book a gig, yeah. Yeah, it would be pretty... It doesn't matter even if you don't get a gig. It'd just be interesting for you to do I'd a gig like after. I'd like to do a gig, yeah. yeah. No, we'd be having a few pints, like, after the marathon, won't we?
0: Yeah, but then I can't do... it. Uh, no, well, yeah, okay. Well, let, let me think about the gig. Yeah. Anyway. But I do want to do it, and that's why I'm looking after. I'm really worried. My big worry is that I get a feckin' injury that stops me from doing it. So I'm I don't think running. you need to worry about tightness. Just don't don't be a dickhead and try and, you know... Well, I've got a go tight p- right hamstring that's been at right. me constantly. Now, yeah, after the run yesterday, I, sat, I took a bag of frozen peas out of the freezer and just put that right
3: under. Uh, have you it pulled does, your hamstring
0: before? No, it's... Oh, I did pull it, yeah, during okay. a football match. But not not a major pull. Right. But uh, it's just, I don't know where it comes from. It's possibly my right knee, I twisted it badly during a football match. i say the cartilage might be non-existent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and okay. I think, yeah, so what? my, above my, and because actually uh, I couldn't use it properly for months, mm. uh, I think the muscle just above the knee Shriveled. It definitely did, and I don't know if it ever went back to its full. So I think I'm using. Do you know what I mean? The hamstring to keep yeah. too much. Uh And uh, but and have you got a hip thing as well? So have you spoken to
1: your physio? Then told them or whoever your physio, your chiropractor, and told them that you're
0: running the marathon. Yeah, I told her. I told her. Her and, and uh, did she tell you to do some weights on top of? Uh She told me. She didn't tell you not to do the marathon. No, no, like no, 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 no. She told me to do some, uh, uh um, some, uh, we- uh, not weights, but yeah, yeah, strength stuff on the upper body, actually. Mm. Uh, she said my left side isn't fecking as developed as my right on my back. Okay. So, uh, that could be a thing. And, um, yeah, stretches. I just have to keep doing stretches. Stretches and before and, and after. Yeah. And baths. And uh, them, yeah. uh, all that stuff. Just look after. And anyway, I will... You're right, I won't push it too much. My main thing is to get some... Yeah. Like, I did it in five and a half hours. That's, That's slow. That's slow, yeah. Yeah. And I I are we going to run together, then? I think
1: we'll see what happens. It'd be nice yeah. to... I think if you get your mojo going by the sounds of the way you're talking, you pro- you could finish... Before me But uh, It still would be nice To somehow get to the finish line At the same time But that right. I think I think that was Might so be a I'll challenge So I'll just finish And we'll start, start again We'll start catch up <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> We'll start we we'll start together Ah yeah,
0: yeah 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 No the main thing is to finish together To finish together Well is finish together. And the main finish, finish, thing is finish And run all the way Not stop Yeah,
1: yeah I think yeah, you can't yeah. let the Even if no. you're slowing down To a snail's
0: pace Yeah You, just you can't let the walking trolling. thing yeah, happen Yeah no no yeah. we'll do that And uh and on the way to the marathon, we'll do different stuff like the ice bath. Yeah. Have you ever learned, have you learned meditation or? Uh, no, not really. No, I mean, I did some classes in it, but not into, okay. uh, it's always been a, uh, on the long finger. Um,
1: That's an, uh, I mean, uh, I think meditation is, it's like, uh, forget the spiritual element to it uh 'cause that's just whatever uh, it, but just the science of it is it does uh, um calm the thinking processes. it kind of allows like with sims exercises are running mm. allows the old thinking loop to kind of find a uh, a resting place mm. so well, i meditate I, I was just thinking that there's this guy who does transcendental meditation and that might be something that we could do too rtm um, But then they charge.
0: They do charge a lot. I went to see him doing his introductory thing and I was a bit amazed at... uh, Also, he said something that really annoyed me. Yeah. He said, now, before you do your first day of it, if you sign up before you do your first day, you need to clear your body of any drugs, you know... Toxins. Toxins and all that. And he says uh but then he said something like now you can have the odd drink and stuff but like don't get no, no don't turn up with a big hangover now on the first day and i went what what he made an exception for alcohol only and it ireland. just annoyed me because yeah. he went that's only because you're in ireland and and people will just go oh i can't drink for two weeks uh, yeah. and i that just went
1: know the fucking problem with an awful shy. lot of these lads is that you you go to them uh, they sell you something and then they want to sell you their weekend retreat where you can yeah. do 10 meditations and then it's it's always if you come along now you'll really get better at it by doing this way or you really get the mastery and it's always the next thing do you know what mm-hmm. I mean it's you're nearly there now in the meditating keep meditating away there Joe and you'll get there yeah so I think it's useful as a tool um, if you have a kind of a racing brain and you get caught in the loops I think mm it's it's a good thing to calm it down have and you done transcendental I have talk? yeah I paid for it years ago mm. I actually used the company to pay for it for myself and Estelle um, and, and uh, do you find it good well I lo- it's ceremonial at the start see so mm. and then he gives you, you your, your own mantra. mantra but you can go on the web and get your mantra if you want to <laughs> yeah so but I think it, the ceremonial element can be I- interesting but really you can if you just sit on a chair focusing on your breathing. You're meditating. Yeah. If actually, if you sit and do fucking nothing, don't even try to meditate.
0: Yeah, there's meditation. Yeah, yeah. But um, I would say I'd probably get into that when I ru- run, not initially, but maybe a good bit into the run. I often feel I you go zone. Really yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That and that's pretty amazing. That mm. I think that those places you can go to. Mm. Um yeah, I think just they're pretty f- cool. Mm. You can get those moments of joy and then you're back and it's you realise you've another two miles to go or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But you do you get those I think and so running is the same as it's the same idea as meditation. I think it's um it allows the brain to just let go really. To yeah. untangle.
0: And physical movement it's it's something, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of people don't do it now because all our jobs are sitting down. We definitely weren't meant to be sitting behind a computer.
1: I mean, you don't mm. be built with the legs and the arms and the hands and fucking everything that we've got. It wasn't built now. It could deform into something that is built for sitting behind a computer. But up mm. until the last hundred years, really, we weren't. Like, everything about us was not really built for yeah. that scenario to be sitting down. The, there's another thing called Ido Ido Portal. Send you about him. I think he's half interesting, but again, he he runs courses and he could charge ten grand to somebody for um, to learn to learn something that's supposed to be natural movement. Mm. But I like that idea of movement. I think it's um, incorporating that into your daily life. Mm. Um, so uh, I read this book called Ikagi, It's the new fucking Higgy. Japanese sort of but it's interesting because they studied uh, people who were uh, this village or this town in Japan where there was X number of people that are over the age of 100 and proportionally speaking it was way way higher than the rest of the world Mm. and so this this person went into the village to try and understand why suddenly these people um, and their big thing was movement
0: oh really Yeah. yeah, uh,
1: movement, and not, uh, not necessarily movement which causes your body strain, but no. just force yourself into movement. um And I think uh, there's loads of other things just about your work and friendships and food and all that sort of stuff. But I liked the simplicity that it's all, again, it's not esoteric, it's not complicated. You don't really need to do a course on it, it's mm. within you. And I think everybody kind of knows as well their own. Um, uh, like if you're unhappy, you gotta do something about it. But if you're happy, you know what I mean. It, it, yeah. it comes from within you normally, anyway. What about
0: know? dancing? I I I think dancing is great. I do like. Da- I mean, I don't mean f- learning moves or anything like that. But dancing to music, I, I oh, even yeah. even in the in the house.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I love it's, that. I I was dancing to every day. It's like Sunday. there the last day. It's probably not the best tune to be dancing to. Morrissey. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, it's great uh, I uh, the, my, my daughter We often just go a bit nuts In the living room Just dancing away She's like 16 now but
1: and, and she still dances with you? Like that? Well, 16? like
0: dancing around the house Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: But that's pretty cool All right,
0: yeah, yeah. She's not going Oh, no way, Dad No uh, way This is cringy No, we're doing uh, We're obviously doing Ridiculously silly moves Yeah You know, we're not Trying to be cool <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs> But she's obviously not She's maybe past that phase I don't know the phase Is now in a few
0: years time Oh well, it's she's the not the type of girl That would go, to, to go out dancing At all Okay uh, But uh, It's just in the living room Yeah, yeah okay. But uh, it's fun Yeah yeah.
1: I was talking to Nora Casey You know the Dragon's Den Yeah 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 Um, She was on the dancing With Stars Lark Oh yeah But uh, No she was raving About the whole dancing thing
0: Yeah Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean it is an amazing thing if you think about the whole idea that you put on. You just start moving your body around for no reason, yeah, uh, in a random way, and yet it's very fun. Yeah, it's fun. And, it's play. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a big thing. That's fucking.
1: I uh, yeah, just with work and life and kids and all that shit, raising kids and living, uh, you forget to play and dance and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I think. For me anyway So then when I put on the music And go nuts around the kitchen It's um I like it Oh yeah. it's great
0: yeah Kids love it too though Oh they
1: do yeah mm. Adore it Yeah They naturally do it though They don't need to You know think about it at all
0: No 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 Yeah One of my I remember I went off camp uh, not camp, In a caravan Up in Wicklow With the two kids When they were younger And we drove down to Glendale lock, But on the Just as we were coming Into the car park uh uh the uh, don't blame it on the boogie came on the radio and we just turned it up full volume and I couldn't turn it off so we stopped the car and we just danced around. The <laughs> car. really uh, glenda well, Locke blame cool. it on the boogie <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I always remember that but um so that's what we're going to do we're going to yeah. do loads of different uh, yeah so we probably so the last uh, so we're going to record
1: 5 i think 5 is just a nice number yeah sure
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Connor's
1: excited about it. Connor Forkin our camera dude. Um, So he's excited about it. He watched the 20 minute version. Yeah. And he liked it a lot, like he was excited about it. And uh, um, so. So that's good. Maybe I
0: should talk about that mushroom thing, because I'm getting that mushroom. That's another thing you suggested to me is uh, this mushroom tea. Lion's mane. I was particularly uh intrigued by taken that by that yeah. yeah medicinal mushroom yeah, yeah. and um ah oh, man that guy what's the name of that guy Paul Stamets Paul Stamets Paul Stamets oh, yeah I, I think there's uh, yeah i mean i've u- i've
1: used loads of vitamins in my time and these are the only ones that i've noticed a difference mm-hmm. i don't want to say too much about it to you now okay, because well, I've do you know the way it. it's you, on its way you know the way you can you know sometimes you kind of have yeah. these expectations of I want I want Lights like Yeah yeah yeah, I know yeah So it is The Lion's Mane is subtle I'd be interested To talk to you 20 days into Having finished the packet Yeah Of each and they're not the most pleasant tasting, like they're fine, mm. but you know you're having mushrooms.
0: And I, there's a lion's, you can grow lion's mane at home. Yes, yeah, so, so you were saying you've got a kit. Well, I've got it? a kit where you can grow oyster mushrooms uh, from it, but you keep throwing in your coffee grinds yeah, okay. into the, on top of the bucket or whatever. And, uh, and it grows oyster, and they're an Irish company, so they're. Uh, urban Farm I think it was um, I've ordered it from Wow So um, you were really then Taken I back was, by Paul Stamets Yeah Totally
1: yeah And, and he has that kind of sincerity Doesn't he that really uh, You think This guy This is his life's work here There has to be There's something in it I find out for myself But there's something in what he's saying
0: He said about Four or five things That just blew my mind I mean And oh, You see Joe Rogan going What Yeah But uh, well, the, like first the, the biggest org- Organism in, On the planet Is a Massive Fungus that's, 14 acres.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you yeah. are what is it like? 75 percent fungi. Yeah, yeah. You, you you kind of. So then you kind of. If you if you think, I, I start thinking about one day going right. So I know the
0: way we think,
1: humans. <laughs> Think we definitely are certain that we're running the show. We're in control. We're the master race. Oh yeah, and
0: you're seventy five percent. It's the fungus, well, it's the like mushrooms, because <laughs> <like>, <laughs> he did say something about this. um Was there a mushroom or a fungus? Any of that was kind of the trees. It changed the uh, the uh, uh it infiltrated the whole earth so the trees grew up but then it cut off the trees so the trees fell down and yeah. the fungus fed off the trees so it was like the fungus was in, totally in control say, say for example this was say a, a
1: plant a flower is being attacked by this insect biting it yeah, through the mycelium network and mycelium is the kind of we'd say the earth from which the fruit is a mushroom Yeah that it can communicate like a kind of a, an internet sort of network mm. to the plant up ahead that I've been attacked here. Right. And another thing that they can do is they can... Uh, what's it called? Is it termites? Right? This is only just a you'd scrape the surface of it. But you know the little termite? Yeah. Um, wood termites. Wood ter- termites. So yeah. he can put them in houses and the, the, the mushroom. And basically, the termite will consume the fungi and then the fungi grows inside the fucking termite and kills them
0: I saw the photos of these little uh, insects and then
1: they can get another plant uh, animal to go to the top of a tree I I actually couldn't even get my head around that one but they're getting a a plant or a uh, basically I think it's a plant or an animal that they get it to go to the top of a tree to, to fulfil a task but it's driven by something that the fungi needs to happen so it's it's infiltrating everything. Right. And then if you take the fact that a fact that you're 75% odd made up of fungi. Mm-hmm. You're kind of going what the f- what's
0: going on? Yeah, do you know? And then there was one bit I didn't understand he, he said they and you go, I you to watch it again. they used uh, a fung a fungus to uh or they st- they had some kind of food source and then they had the fungus and the Fungus goes randomly to try and find grows randomly to, to try and find the food source, but eventually it becomes so organized. But it was something to do with the uh, underground system in Tokyo. <laughs> I can't figure it out. I have to look at that again because oh, he said that, that, that was the, kind of where it reased, the
1: Basically, re- the, it's, you have the structure of a city. Is it not? Yeah, and a miniature and is it? And the the, the the mycelium was able to adapt to the infrastructure of, and change its pathways as a result of the way the city was laid out or something like that yeah mm-hmm. I, 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 like I said I have to watch it again there's yeah. just so much in it and he has so much knowledge that you're yeah it
0: is, it is mind blowing and then uh, uh, just the last or well, this might be people should just watch the fucking. they should watch why it, are we yeah, talking about it, it but yeah, there is yeah. one where he talks about seeing uh Said he, he thinks he went into a parallel universe. Do you know the one about the cows? Yeah, and he came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know. Yeah. So I, um, and this is a scientist. He's not like mumbo jumbo. The, uh, so I had a, um,
1: yeah. a an experience in a country where it's legal. Um, to uh, it was a couple of years ago uh, to take ayahuasca, and I one part of the ayahuasca thing, I was up high, a bird. Yeah, looking down. In a, w- there was a tree and a playground area and there was a bench and I was just looking down at people down there. And um Yeah, this is gonna sound nuts now, but so I remember three weeks later, um I was talking to this girl called Kira Sherlock, who's the head of the Psychedelic Society of Ireland, of which there is oh. one, and um it was in a park with a big tree and there's a bench and I was sitting down doing an interview with her and Whatever way I looked up, no, you a bird or something? You know, a bird yeah. went by, and it, I mean, obviously, there's coincidences and there's all of that sort of thing. I still would be quite cynical of whatever but you, know. you would have thought you, I, I, I kind of just went, well, this is
0: really familiar, but yeah. it was like a deja vu sort of moment. You would have thought you saw what happened from the point of view of the bird. Uh, yeah
1: who yeah. knows yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. To, who knows I'm describing two different events yeah. There and and they're very similar But when he talked about that thing Where he almost had a glimpse of The future really As what yeah. he described yeah. um, I didn't think it was beyond the realms Of possibility alright But I see I love all that shit though I mean it's the unknown isn't it? it's the mystery Of what's yeah. going on
0: That um yeah yeah. Oh, it's it's fascinating. Mm. I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I, to to look at it from a scientific point of view, where it can be as well, rather than just going...
1: Yeah. You, you see, know. that's the thing. And I, I, when I did that thirty-minute uh, documentary thingy, it, mine is purely. I wasn't talking about the personal. I, I really just talked about this is, you know, this is the nineteen-eighties Ronald Reagan saying this, psychedelics are the worst thing on the planet, and now. You have countless amount of research mm. from uh, neuroscientists and professors and people who are devoting their life to this to to look at it from a pure scientific perspective mm-hmm. to say well what exactly is happening when somebody takes these substances and why I mean they've been in society I, you say, I sound like a fucking total advocate of this sort of thing I'm not I'm just really really curious that these substances were in. Society for thousands upon thousands of oh. years, they were known as the fruits of the gods, like back thousands of years ago, yeah, and then suddenly they're not in society they're they're removed, they're available, but they're completely
0: illegal yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: you know, whereas years ago in and Ireland, they were
0: used in ritual basically they were used they? in ritual and that yeah. was probably the best way to to use psychedelics. Yeah, I can yeah, think of all the Druids in Ireland, yeah. probably
1: in September, October time. I'd say there was a thing where everybody went off and had a shroom, yeah. a bit of a shroom festival, yeah, to, to break in the winter, as opposed to it's not a a daily, weekly thing, but maybe it's a once a year thing that people go inside themselves. It's um,
0: yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah, mm. and and you know, it's just a, it's just so different from. The fact that alcohol is the big drug that's legal, it's such a basic it turns people into idiots in a way. Alcohol's a horrible thing. That's I uh. mean
1: as much as i go and have a few pints <laughs> which is at all yeah, I always end up saying as much as i go and even if we run forty six kilometers, twenty six miles, whatever it is. Yeah. I'd want to have the few pints after doing something unbelievably healthy. Yeah. but I think it's a wretched thing. I think it's cause it should be used for celebrations maybe and that's really where the idea I'd say came from so for weddings or meet-ups or big rewards and you have a big celebration. Yeah. But it's yeah. not a celebration every Friday and Saturday no. night and drinking. But you see that's an age thing too isn't it? You know it's typical of some people who are grown older and can't handle. Well it's
0: true but I, d- I always thought alcohol I mean I, when I was a young lad in when I moved to Dublin first uh and I've uh, gone around with me dyed hair or whatever I used to dread closing time because I th- I felt vulnerable because if you stood out a bit mm. there's a bunch of drunk it's loads of drunk people come out in the street and I always felt that was a time I'd uh, make myself scarce
1: well <laughs> I, I I was talking to um this Countess woman Amanda Fielding Who heads up The Beckley Foundation who Which is at the Right at the centre Of all the Psychedelic research And she mm-hmm. talks about Glastonbury And she said Really Glastonbury Is an amazing festival And the cops Love policing it Because you've just Loads of kids Who are really happy
0: Yeah yeah And
1: causing no trouble It's so brilliant ever. I yeah. only
0: went for the first time Two years ago And I brought my son And then last year I brought my daughter And son well, And I lucky felt then. I've never been it's so uh, very safe. I mean, you yeah. know, you can never be a hundred percent safe. No, but I be. thought I was amazed.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah.
1: I, everything I remember. So I have have taken from time to time. It's not. It's I, I didn't touch anything to be honest I was a, uh, till as uh, forty odd. Right. Um, and when I the last time I took something in a country where it was legal, um, I remember thinking. I I've done this. I've had one of the best, most amazing experiences of my life, and the next day, I feel totally okay. I'm refreshed. I look at the uh, uh, life, my friends, family, everything, totally and completely different. Mm. And you know, there's no like ill effects. There's no downer. There's no whatever. I kind of was kind of going. And then, yet, you know, I, I, six months previous, I might have been in a bar drinking. Uh, six or seven pints and I spend the week whinging feeling dreadful yeah. getting shit done uh. and it's the drug of choice it, and it's it's, it, it's horrendous really you mm. know. it is really horrendous I mean I, I love a couple of glasses of wine and you should not get me started I love a couple of glasses no, of wine I, bit, I, nice I, food I, I you know drink, I mean you can't beat that uh,
0: but as the main drug it's a bit
1: I think we have it wrong I think there is th- if in terms of enjoyment if people like say young People a younger would say right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean they should really be off taking all the drugs and drinking <laughs> the should they, really? <laughs> they should really be off in the fields going wild and riding and fucking having so much fun.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. there's some advice for, <laughs> that's, for the yeah,
1: drugs kids. Just say yes in a good scene <laughs> and setting. Don't do it with dickhead friends, do it with the people that you like.
0: <laughs> well, there you giddy go'nus, and that uh, uh, thing that we were talking about will be out, and we'll do a few more. Uh, we'll be out soon after the marathon. Well, I think we'll do a few more things that are interesting, apart from the marathon and getting into that bath of ice. Um, uh, well, there's a few things anyway. Oh, keep them up me sleeve if you don't mind me saying so. Uh, well I've got a few gigs coming up So I'll plug them Because uh, I might as well um, Got a gigs in uh, Navan In the central In Navan, And uh, in Newry On the 13th of April in Newry On the 12th of April in Navan, And on the 14th of April In the Four Seasons in Carlingford And then a week later We'll be in T Live um, venue in Carlisle. That could be myself and Patrick McDonald. All of those gigs are. We did one up in the Black Box uh, last Friday. Sold out the Black Box. Brilliant gig. Showing a few sketches during the show. Uh, a few little audience participation. But we were we obviously use the Father Tech kind of vibe as well. Um, but most of the gig is stand up and and now we're putting some sketches into it so it's, it's all going well we were over in Birmingham as well doing a gig in a, the old crown uh, St. Patrick's weekend and uh, we had, uh, three nights in the laughter lounge before that so the wonder, I was absolutely wrecked because I just went over to do uh, I did a gig in the Chicago then the next day I flew to Kansas City and I shot a pilot thing for a sitcom yoke and did a gig there and uh then flew to new york and did a dig like or landed and a few hours later did a gig in queens and then the next day i had a bit of time off and i got some uh, acupuncture done yeah acupuncture and uh uh flew gone to flight, gone to flight, right flew home landed ...got home, went to bed, slept for a few hours, straight into to uh, Teeling's uh, whiskey place, did a gig, straight over to after lunch, did another gig,
3: two gigs
0: that night, and then and then gigs in after lunch, after lunch, Birmingham, and I was just wrecked at the end of that, and I couldn't think of anything to to, to do except sleep, and at the at, and then got back into training for the marathon, so it's been a busy time. But um, I hope you enjoyed that chat. And uh, any gigs I'm doing will be up on JoeRooneyComedian.com. dot com. Um, I'm I'm uh, gonna get straight back into this podcast. I've got uh, something lined up with Donald Denine and Jerry Fish, so they'll be the next few. But um, a few other people as well. Yeah. Okay. See you now, and thank you to uh, Head Stuff for. Hosting the podcast thanks to Daniel Rooney, who's my son, and his band got booked for the Electric Picnic, which is, it's all, it's all come, it's all turning the other way round now. I'm going to be asking him for guest list instead of him asking me. And so, and that is the way it goes, the generations... The young get stronger and the old
3: fall away
0: and die. And on that note, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.
2: Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about Axonic's therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonic's therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com.